When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. What do you think of that intro? Love it. You're fired up by the intro. Is that the plan? Yeah. Oh, yes, I am. All right. I got to ask you, I got to open this morning. Well, first of all, I was talking yesterday about the fact that I've decided to change my personal view on things. And I, I promised myself I would not get pissed off at anything anymore because I'm so sick of people being pissed off every day about the littlest things. We now go from, I'm very happy to my God, I'm livid over the littlest things. So I've decided to go the other route and go, well, this is all a joke. Let's just have a good time because if you're a moron, you're a moron, right? Right. Yeah. So as a prime example of, and again, it's only the far right and the far left that get all pissed off and you don't agree with me. I hate you. It's like, Settle down for Christ's sake. Relax. Right? Yeah. 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 Not everything deserves a huge your generation ruined everything. I understand that. That's and, just a gift. Yeah, we take full responsibility <laughs> for that. We crawled out the womb and we're like, let's F some stuff up. Burn it down. So I have to ask you, exactly. I have to ask you a question. Do you guys know anyone that graduated from Harvard University? I have to scroll through my contacts. Personally quick. or just in general? Well, kind of personally. I, I, okay. Do you know them? No. No. <laughs> oh, so you don't know anybody who graduated from Harvard? No. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know of some like so, like famous people. I didn't know if I could just find You're right. Sure. Right. Right. <laughs> okay, well, throw me a couple of famous people that went to Harvard. Uh, Zuckerberg, didn't he? Isn't Did he? he? In, isn't he in Harvard, a Harvard guy? Harvard. Harvard. Harvard, fuck the car. Um, my, uh, I, a lot of Ivy League athletes. I know like Ryan Donato. He's right, play for the right. wild, that's but that's a different deal. But yeah, nobody, but, nobody personally. I don't, I'm not friends with the smartest of people. Hence, the show. The smartest no. of people. <laughs> well, sorry. did you just call people to go to Harvard smart? I mean, I, they don't. They don't just let schmucks like me in there. That's for sure. Yes, they do. Hey, as long as you can make the money, you're in. That's all I have to say to you. Okay. All right. Look, I was just looking at this whole thing again about this. Uh, I can never remember her name. 
the hell's the woman's name that was the was running Harvard and now she's just a teacher? Oh, Claudine Gay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, she resigned. You know why she resigned? Because wasn't it they had the, all the anti-Semitism stuff going on and she was like, well, this sounds like a good time for me to disappear? Well, she only stole 50 pieces of uh, of articles to write her own article, claim it was her own work. But other than that, it's only 50 pieces of it. But here's the deal. She resigned so she couldn't turn around and sue them. They said, "You're, we're not going to fire you. You have to resign. That's why she resigned. That's why they didn't fire her. They also, when she was running Harvard, and again, I'm not pissed off about this. I find it laughable that people are this filthy. So when she was running Harvard, she made $900,000 a year uh, in housing, all the rest of it. She has now resigned from uh, the leadership at Harvard, but she's staying at Harvard to teach. Her salary for teaching is $900,000 a year, and she gets uh, housing. So let me ask you a question. Like, like, a, yeah. like a dorm? Like is she in a dorm? <laughs> She's got a they made it easier for her to accept this instead of you should be ashamed <laughs> of what you did. They made it very acceptable. To, hey, I didn't do anything wrong. They're still paying me the same dough they paid me to run the joint. Yeah, that feels a lot like when a CEO gets, you know, quote unquote fired and then their severance yeah. package is, yes. you know, a billion dollars. Like, the, did they right. really, is, they're not really, there's no consequence. You know, yeah, your title might have changed, but you're still living your life just the same. Yeah. Well, there's no question about that. I, I As a matter of fact, it, it kind of woke me up because it, of course, it was the last thing I saw before I went to bed last night was was the fact that she is still even keel. She just hasn't doesn't have to do anything for the money. She used to have to run Harvard. Now she doesn't have to do anything. Sounds awesome. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sounds what like a, a world gig. this is. I don't remember the queue doing that when they told me to hit the road going, you know what? We should probably give you five years of salary on the way out. I don't remember them doing that, the pricks over there. Well, of course, they're always drunk, so that might have something to do with it. But in any case, I, I just want to show people that I'm very sincere in what I said yesterday, that these far lefties and far righties, these crabby sons of bitches that hate everybody and piss and moan and whine about, I'm not going to let them get to me anymore. This story, I have decided, okay, so I've known three people that have gone to Harvard, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them runs Odyssey Media, a complete no. moron. No. What? No, I what, just, like I'm going to go work there? Who gives a rat's ass? I'm I, not going to work over. All that just wasn't work. what I was expecting. Is <laughs> uh, Al Franken, biggest asshole I've ever met, went to Harvard. Mm-hmm. There's one other guy. It's, he's not famous, so I can't say his name. But I have met several people that have gone to Harvard. All of them have such an attitude of superiority you wouldn't believe. you got to meet somebody from Harvard. Now, there have to be some think- decent people that went to Harvard, I would think. Yeah, I th- or are they all just assholes? I think I know one person that went to Harvard, Matt Burke, former center for the Minnesota Vikings, and now he's a politician, mm-hmm. like running for. Oh, I think he did. He run. He I think he's like the lieutenant yeah. governor of Minnesota right now. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, and I believe he went to Harvard, if I remember correctly. I think you're right about that. He went to Harvard, mm. but he took an attitude away from there himself. Well, Matt and I have never gotten along, so that might have something to do with it. Yeah, I, uh, he always was nice enough to me but he's got that everybody from harvard kind of has that yep i went to harvard so i'm you know a little bit better than everybody else was that i got nothing was was, did he go to harvard like for football though or was yeah yeah Yeah. okay i mean 
little asterisk, I feel like. <laughs> okay. But again, he took the attitude home. I, look, I don't know Matt Burke. He's, you know, he's not been very pleasant to me. He's not, he's not been an asshole to me or anything, but mm -hmm. he just, he's not be, been very pleasant either. Kind of judgmental. I think one of the things when you leave Harvard, you, you, you come out of there with a very judgmental attitude about, well, I graduated Harvard and therefore I'm better than you. No, actually, you're worse than me because you're a pain in the ass asshole, okay? So you're worse than the rest of us. $53 billion in the bank, and they're whining about, we've taken a hit. You got $53 billion in the bank for doing nothing but ruining our society because that's what they're doing. I mean, how you go to Harvard and hear people chirping about um, Jews, I will never, ever, ever understand that. Do you know how many Jews have given millions of dollars to Harvard, right? Yeah, it's a substantial yeah. amount, yeah. It's a lot of money. And the first thing they, they're waving the, first of all, I wish you would understand what Palestine and Palestinian, well, who Palestinians are. I got nothing against Palestine. I really wish that those two kids would get along. Don't get me wrong. I know a lot of Jews, grew up with a lot of Jews, got a lot of Jewish friends. A few of them I can't stand. I've got to be honest with you about that because there are a few of everybody that I can't stand. But, but here's what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen. Even though Harvard protected itself by giving her the same amount, that's what they're doing, by the way, is protecting themselves. They're not trying to do her a favor. They're protecting themselves. Oh, she has black skin, and therefore she needs to be treated differently. How is that not racist? Yeah, I mean, I think anytime you treat like if I was, I mean, if for her, yeah, it's nice to keep your salary the same, sure. but also like if it was a negative thing that they did, where if that was the standard, and then now all of a sudden they're treating her differently, regardless if it's positive for her or negative for her, it still has like the same racially charged undertones. Do, do you think that the far left does not understand when you treat people specially because of their skin color, whether we white, black, whatever, that's racist? How right. do they not understand that? Right. It's like getting like a job. I don't want to get a job just because you're trying to check a box on your quota. Like I'm not Absolutely. trying to be your mascot for the black community. But exactly. I also don't want to so. not get the job because of my yeah. skin color. So I just wanted to show people that I was very serious yesterday when I said I just I can't get upset about the far left or the far right anymore. Those people are all, first of all, extremely stupid uh, and they're a massive pain in the ass. I like Democrats, like Republicans, like centrists. You go, you know, you lean a little hard one way or the other. I can deal with that, too. But this I hate you because you don't agree with everything I say has gotten really old for me. Yeah, it Tom, with her salary for, because she's a, just a professor now, you were saying? Yes, sir. Okay, so just after a quick, and it's she is getting $900,000 a year to be a professor. Yeah, that's correct. According to this quick Google search, the average salary for a professor is only $163,000. There it is. There's so the what number. Class, what class is she teaching? <laughs> that's so special. And, do, are She's they teaching finances. Are they looking for another black person to also teach this class? You know, Harvard? I know this guy named Tevin would love to teach at Harvard. Right. Oh, You're cool. going to have to go over a million now because he took second place. She yes, can't be in first place. He's got a yes. million bucks a year. That's yep. all there is to it. 
look, I just want to want off this to people. Do I like it? No, I don't like it. But I have decided in my life, I'm not going to let these pukes ruin my life by pissing me off. So instead, I'm going to read these stories and go, my God, you're filthy pukes. Every one of you, everyone involved in this Harvard thing with Claudine Gay is a filthy pig. Because you covered your own ass and threw everybody else to the wolves. Aren't you getting a little tired of that? Yeah. I also am very interested, Tom, to find out exactly what class Tevin is going to teach. Oh, Jim. Wow. Jim class. Is actually Jim yes. class at Harvard. A million okay. a year. Yes. Love that for yeah. you. No. A million a year at Harvard to teach Jim. Come on, kids. Let's throw the ball around. Yeah. Also, Jim is a place. It's called physical education. How dare you? No. If it's called Jim. It's called My gym mom class. is a physical education teacher, so is, we always is she that. really? Yeah, I don't know. That good for her. Oh, my mom was the best because she'd have matching outfits all the time. So your mother? Yeah, Beverly had like the best gym clothes, always the matching like uh, tracksuit yeah. outfits. Yeah, it was so. Yeah, she was we had a guy at North High School. Judd's joined us now, ladies and gentlemen. So it's a good time to bring this up and then move on to sports. <clears throat> we had a uh, gym teacher at North High School when I went there. And as a sophomore, you went to his class and you walked in the gym and there was this very long rope hanging about probably 75 feet from the ceiling. Yeah. And uh, Lou at the time was probably 65 years old, something like that. Some, somewhere in there he goes, uh, boys, <clears throat> we're going to do uh, some, some stuff in this gym and you're going to be a physical specimen when you leave here. Just uh, do what I ask you to do, and you're going to really love the shape you're in by the time this class is over for you in six months, nine months, whatever it is. He said, let me show you what I'm talking about. He walks over to the rope. There are no knots in the rope. It's a rope. Grabs it and climbs all 90 feet to the ceiling, hangs up there by one arm, and goes, as soon as you can do this, I'll give you an A. And then he came back down. That's impressive, don't you think? That's very impressive. And I'm assuming nobody got an A in that gym class. Nobody got an A in the gym class. That's exactly right. Well, muscle development in 16-year-olds is not there yet. So he was asking a lot from 16-year-old boys. But I will never forget watching a 65-year-old guy just climb up a rope, 70, 80, 90 feet, whatever the hell it was, and just hung there by one arm for a while and then came back down. Is climbing a rope still a thing? I don't know. Is it? I know they do it a lot in CrossFit. Like that's still a big thing because there's shoes that they make with that has like grippers on the side, which feels like cheating. But I mean, what am I going to say? Well, you have a point. No, Jed, we're just talking about the fact, and I do want to talk some sports with you this morning because all our teams right now suck. But other than that, Mm -hmm. uh, we have not had a good week in sports. I'll tell you that. My God. No. And it continued last night with the hockey team dropping one. So you are right. Was it three in a row now for the Wild? Yeah, they've dropped three in a row. The Wolves yeah. just lost the Knicks a couple of days ago. They play again tonight, but yeah, it's not been a uh, not been a banner week. Well, we'll see how it all develops in the end. But but yeah, I just uh, I, I literally we just went through some stuff about you know Claudine Gay. I don't know you weren't on, but I'll, we'll close with this. Claudine Gay, when she was president of Harvard, made nine hundred thousand dollars a year. She now is in uh, I don't know recess or whatever the hell she's in and you know how you know how much money she's making for that nine hundred thousand dollars a year now tevin just looked up the average salary of a professor at harvard and what was that again tevin uh, about one hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars. 
So they reward her, giving her more than five times the money everybody else gets. Now, there are people who have been there a lot, 10 years, make a lot more money than that. Yeah. Some of them make over a million a year. I know that. Wow. But they've been tenured and they've been there forever. But, but once again, the United States steps up because they're so afraid of skin color. And it doesn't matter what skin color it is. It's just if you don't look like me, I better, you know, suck up to you and kiss your ass because otherwise I might be in trouble, which never made any sense to me. Why don't you be honest and, uh, and forward and then we could all trust one another, right? Right. It'd be nice. Yeah. We could possibly get there, but but I just I've decided I, I would have been pissed off in the old days about reading something like that, but I'm not anymore because I've decided I have nothing to do with the far left or the far right. So you guys ruin your lives and be miserable for the rest of your lives, be in a horseshit mood and hate everybody and die at 62. Here's my question. I thought teachers were and professors weren't well paid. That's what I thought. <laughs> But I guess at Harvard, you're pretty damn well paid. I mean, it's Harvard, so I guess I'm not completely shocked. But I've, I've always heard, you know, the profession, they're not well paid. And I know lots of them aren't. So, uh, yeah, I didn't realize I didn't realize uh, pushing two hundred thousand dollars was a potential in any school, including Harvard. <laughs> hey, they've only got fifty three billion in the bank. You know, they don't they're not made of money. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I just decided, honestly, got over the weekend and I talked about it briefly yesterday a, a little bit. I decided I just don't want to be pissed off about anything anymore. There are plenty of things that piss me off, but I'm not going to react to them anymore because I, I just I don't want to ruin any more of my life worrying about a bunch of assholes who are doing filthy things behind the scenes, making a ton of money. Instead of being pissed off about it, we just like to point it out and laugh in their faces, you filthy scum. Well, I'll correct you on one thing, Tom. I would say okay. this. As long as the twins are around, there's a good chance you're going to be pissed off about something, at least in the summertime. Well, no, that might be I don't know how you're going to get past that one. I mean, it's been since 1961, so. Yeah, I'm telling you. I, to this day, what Judd's talking about, um, uh, my buddy Dave Anderson, his father, took us to a twins game when I was nine years old. And we sat in the bleachers, and I thought I was in heaven. It's like, look at these lights and how green the grass is, and yep. look how orderly. Uh, look at there's nothing but order here, and everybody's happy or everybody's mad at the same. My God, this is heaven. So I'm never going to give up baseball. Baseball is always going to be my favorite sport just because of that experience of nine years old thinking, if this isn't heaven, I don't know what is. Right. So it, it's your buddy Dave and his dad who are yep. to blame for this so so uh, you can <laughs> point the this. finger at dave and his father heaven exactly. heaven what an ironic twist of it turned to be when you find out eventually man these these guys piss me off constantly exactly i should mention and david if you're listening call in whatever the number is i don't know what it is but you can call in anyway but uh he and i started playing a little uh wiffle ball in his backyard and so I was outside warming up and all the rest of it. And I don't know what he was doing, but he was looking down as he was walking toward me. But he was behind me, so I couldn't see him. So I take the old bat back, hit him right in the face. I will never forget that, man. Woo! Let a little blood flow, but thank God no long-lasting damage. Stitches? Uh, I don't know. You know, Did I probably not. out of that? I think he got a little bend in his nose out of it, but that's about it. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, you got the. You're right. I'm going to be in a great mood until about April fifteenth. 
<laughs> yeah. And, and then with every loss, you're going to be like, what is Rocco Baldelli doing? <laughs> we have some of the worst coaching and management in our sports teams that we've ever had. University of Minnesota is a complete disaster. Are they good in anything over there anymore? The women's basketball team. Yeah, that's true. Is is better. The hockey better. teams are the hockey teams are always competitive and good. True. Other than that, though, like football, no, but they haven't been good in football consistently in how how long? I mean, they've had 61. ups, some ups, but they have not been good consistently, and they certainly have not been like a Rose Bowl team. Um, yeah, basketball, men's basketball, we've t- talked about. Yeah, no, they they've got problems. They do. They really do. They've definitely got problems. You got Michigan that a bunch of offenses. The coach has to step away for three games and they might win the national championship. (laughs) Oh, God, Harbaugh. Oh, yeah, yeah. He is a man. Is he a, well, one, he's a character. And two, he He is, he is a guy who um, I don't think has a problem with bending rules to win. Yeah. Which, uh, you know what? If you can win, okay. How far do you bend those rules? Let's see. Yeah, well, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, Score North's Judd Zolgad is brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabankco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Yeah, I just talked to Bilski yesterday about 10 minutes. I called him on the phone, talked to him. Don't tell him I said this, but he he is one of my favorite people in the world. He's my banker. I mean, that's why NA Bankco has always been great to me. But Bilski is a great guy. God, don't tell anybody I said that, though. I don't want to get back to him. We'll keep it I, quiet. I love running into him. He gives me so you much do. shit. <laughs> he'll like literally just, he's just so like, yeah, remember when you said this? I was so dumb. And I'm like, remember when you, uh, like he's funny. And he also makes fun of you, Tom, right into my face. No. It feels so fun. Oh, that's fun when I get made fun of. That part's yeah. fun for you. Okay. It feels like home. Yes, I'm. I'm sure it does. <laughs> I told you what Catherine said to me in the uh, in the elevator yesterday, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Judd, you heard that one? Mm-mm. No. We were in an elevator yesterday, uh, and Catherine and I are standing there, and this this other these other people get on the elevator, and they have a little dog with them. And I said, "Oh my God, look at a great little dog!" Catherine goes, "Oh my God, that dog is so cute." And so, as a joke, I looked at the two people with the dog and said. God, I really wish she'd say something that nice to me. She looks at me and goes, yeah, well, if you were as cute as he was, I would. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, thank you, my dear. That's pretty good. That's good. That's a great retort, actually. Good good for her. That's quick. I will tell you something, honest God. When we get the verbal match going at the house, people should buy tickets. Because nobody ever gets angry. It's like, yeah, nice shirt. You know, it's that kind of deal. Which I love. I love doing that kind of thing. But in any case, okay, I'd like to talk sports, but yeah. what is there to talk about? Um, yeah, that's a very good point. That's a very good point. As you stated, you're exactly right. This has not been a great week so far, starting with the uh, uh, debacle we talked about, Vikings-Packers, and then the Wolves lost. The Wild, like you said, have lost three consecutive games. The Wolves play the Pelicans tonight. We'll see if they can, if if these teams can end this streak. But uh, right. there's not a lot of positive news to pass along, which is, which I guess in sports in this town is incredibly fitting because we've started a new year the same way right. as things often go here. Well, that's a very good point. 
has there always been a Pelicans team? Is that the first time I've ever heard that in my life? <laughs> They've been around for a, what about t- uh, ten years or so. They they yeah. were the um, they were the Charlotte Hornets, which was an yep. expansion team right. around the same time the Wolves came in, and then they moved to New Orleans. And I think they kept the Hornets for a while. Yep. But then Charlotte got an expansion team that was the Bobcats, which, by the way, is an incredibly stupid name. And yeah. so <laughs> New Orleans switched to the Pelicans and gave the Hornets back to Charlotte. And I actually like the Pelicans name. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you on that one. New Orleans bad. Pelicans, that's good. But then you do have the Utah Jazz playing, yeah. who yeah, were the New that's... Orleans Jazz when I was a kid, and they moved. And this is back when teams moved and didn't change their names. Correct. Like, like yeah. Minneapolis Lakers. The Lakers. The L.A. Lakers. The one lake you got is a filthy swamp. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't the you know lake. all those gorgeous lakes in Los Angeles? I mean, <laughs> exactly. I think it's Hannibal Burris who's got a good bit on this, but he's he's like, Utah Jazz, there's the I've met the least jazziest people in Utah that I've ever met in my life. Like, there's no jazz there. Like, I think jazz is illegal, right? Like, it's alcohol and jazz. And Utah's got potential for nicknames. That's the other thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if they just picked a nickname that wasn't jazz, like, if they had said, let's do something that's more of a Utah thing than like jazz, which to me, it's a, you know, nightclubs, right? Jazz, jazz has played late, you know, goes till 3 a.m. Everything that Utah is not is, is encapsulated in the name jazz. The Utah curfews. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways you could go. Some of them would get us in trouble, but there's a lot of ways you could go. What does the word Utah mean again? Isn't it some kind of, is it an animal or is it a, tribe or what is utah because it does mean something but i can't remember what it means i used to know this when i was a kid did not know that the utes the utes had something to do with it is it, uh, it's people is that... people of the mountains people of the mountains there you go so it's it's the native american tribe they're talking about yes okay yeah i thought so the utes utah look at you look at you from your youth i had no idea i gotta be honest with you i have no friends so i have a lot of time to read Oh, look at nobody going, oh, that. You have no friends. You have no friends. You're, you're <laughs> dropping in names of all these people that sponsor your show because they're your best, but you have no friend. I'm calling BS on that one, man. Okay, well, what? I got to be honest with you guys about something, a sports thing, and I don't know why I feel this way, but our guy got cut from the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. His career is over at 28 years old. Uh, man, he was good. What the hell happened? Running backs. Yeah. yeah running backs. Careers slow down quickly. Now I do think I think he might get signed by a team as a backup for the playoffs. Oh, okay. But yeah, he's gonna have to uh you're you're not wrong though. I mean he's going to have to have to basically completely reestablish himself now. But you know, that position's that position's among the worst in all in sports. Sure. Sure. They're not well paid compared to what they do, and those guys are done by you know Essentially, the cliff is 30, right, Tevin? And that's it. Yeah, and 30 would be, at that point, you're considered like grandpa out there on the field (laughs) as a running back. And it sounds like Dalvin will probably get signed by, like, I know Cleveland was interested in his services. Hell, I'd take him back here after what we just witnessed all year from our running backs. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, there's not really a fix for the running back position. They're probably going to have to unionize is what, people were talking about outside of the players association because 
teams will just, you know, draft a running back if he's good, fifth year option, and then you don't have to re-sign him because he's now he's too old and you know, 27, 28 years old and he's on his own. So they don't really get paid what they're worth. Yeah, I think if I was uh an athlete coming up playing football, that is probably the last position now that I would play. Yeah. I think we're just yeah. gonna start to see guys not play that position as much because like if I can if I can catch the ball at all, right? What wide receivers now get paid. Mm-hmm. The running back is just and the attrition on your body is brutal. I, I mean, th- those are the guys whose knees are shot by 40, you know, who can't walk by 50. It's really sad. Yeah. I got to tell you my running back story, which I actually peed a little in my pants when this happened, but, you know. Um, yeah, happens to us all. Always been a huge Viking fan since I was a teenager, very young teenager, all the rest of it. And love the running backs, so always had good running. You know, Bill Brown, not no yep. speed, but that some bitch could run a football. There's no doubt about that. But uh, I walked into a restaurant one time, and a friend of mine sitting there with Chuck Foreman. Nobody loved Chuck Foreman more than I did. I used to love what I still don't understand why Bud Grant gave the ball to Brent McClanahan on the one yard. <laughs> what are you thinking? Is it all about you, bud? Was that what it was? Because this has to be all about you. That should have been Chuck Foreman. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But this is the part of the story that, that I will never forget as long as I live. That's why I just adore the man because he's because of what he said. So he stands up and comes over, hugs me, and says into my ear, God, what an honor it is to meet you. I'm like, don't say shit like that to me. You're God to me. Don't do that. That's all I'm saying. But you know what? I, I mean, you obviously, Judd, you know Chuck Foreman. Any of you other guys ever met Chuck? No, haven't no. met him, but know very well know who he is. Yeah. What a great man. I just love that guy. Son did rather well himself, by the way, so that's not all bad. But see, when people are that talented and can still be that courteous and nice and go, you know, one step beyond to make sure that everything is cool. I just really admire Chuck Foreman's a great guy. Don't you think? Oh yeah. And he was, uh, to, to your point, he was a great player. Oh God. The Vikings didn't replace him for years. No, like that's the thing is like they, yes, they, they've had, or they just went through it's done now. Uh, but you know, a long cycle of really good backs, but I remember when Chuck left and they were trying to replace him. They had like Ted Brown and then they just started to go through guys. Uh, Yeah. Chuck was a special player. Chuck was also one of the first like West coast guys because he, he could catch like he was a multi-talented guy uh, and a great player. But I love the McClanahan gripe. I love the fact that you're still hung up on the (laughs) January 77 Super Bowl when the Vikings gave the ball to McClanahan. That's great. I, what do you mean hung up on it? I just, it just popped. I mean, it's only head. been about 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got, I'm sorry. You know, not much time has passed. You're right. I'm so speaking of time passing, we got to go. I, my God, I looked at the clock. It's like, Holy, the show's over. Time I blame AJ. That's who I blame. That makes the sense. Producer let this mm-hmm. segment get out of control. Yeah. Way to go. AJ. I'll, re- I'll reel it back in. Don't worry. Yeah. Right, you get control of this show. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you again tomorrow, though, Pally. Outstanding. Talk to you then. Thanks, Judd's all good. Ladies and gentlemen, score north. We'll take a break. Be right back. Little Chris Eggert coming up right after this. Let's take a second to talk about my bank, North. Oh, so there it is. The spot's right there. So now I'm going to get more heat. 
<laughs> Let's talk. Uh, take a second to talk about my bank, North American Banking Company. You've heard me talking about them for a long time now. When they opened in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers, or you know your banker and they know you. While a lot has changed since 1998, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities has not. So if you're looking for a better banking experience, why not bank with my bankers at North American Banking Company? Go to nabankco.com or stop by any one of their six Twin Cities locations. Yeah, Bilski is my banker. He always will be my banker. North American Banking Company, member FDIC, equal housing lender. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You've all helped support my pillow. Now, speaking of friends of mine, uh, support my, well, Dawn, you know, she's okay. You have all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King pillows. The original My Slippers and the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. The proprietary technology makes, uh, makes them extremely absorbent. It still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. Set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98, and for a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code TOM for this special and, of course, many more. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Don't tell me what to do. That's all I have to say. Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. Chris Eggert now joins us. What's happening, homie? Hi, Mom, said, good homie. morning, uh, homie. What's the latest? <laughs> you saying I, homie sounds really good, by the way. I know, you know, it's funny. It's still one of the funniest things to me when I hear news anchors say things that they shouldn't say. And yeah. it's hard for me to think that I am one of those people. But you know, when you hear that, they just sound so square when they when they say things that they shouldn't. So, good morning to you, homie. Good morning. Let's get up with the get down. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right about that. It's like, geez, right? It sounds, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah there's can you imagine guys- that, Dave Moore? Dave Moore, you're welcome to WCCO4 Television, homie. I'm Dave Moore. <laughs> Right. right. <laughs> Isn't that the whole de- wasn't the whole song uh by REM What's the Frequency Kenneth? Wasn't that kind of about um what well, guy's name's escaping me right now. I thought that's um, what the whole uh idea of this of the song was. It was like it was. Fun of- but I, was I, I can see his face but I can't remember his name. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same. Oh god, what was his name again? That was a long time ago. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't have went there if I, I couldn't remember that. But, I can uh, even hear his voice in my head, actually. But I cannot remember his name. That's terrible because he's a very famous news anchor. Dan Rather? Yeah. Yep, Dan Rather. It That's was exactly about Dan Rather. That's right. Yep, it was Dan Rather. Yep, very good. Um, yeah, all right. Well, thanks. And now for the news, here's the Dan Rather of the Twin Cities, Chris Eggert. There, yeah. your That's, I've often gotten that comparison. <laughs> um, <laughs> get that all the time walking down the street. Oh, sure. hey, Dan. Chris, what? Who are you? Are you the guy Somebody. with the one leg? Um, so there's a fire overnight in St. Paul that uh, it, it didn't look like much of a fire from the outside. It was East St. Paul, but six kids and one adult had yeah. to be transported to the hospital. Um, yeah, uh, and and we know we saw s- at least two or three people having CPR performed on them. Our um, oh. our overnight photographer also happens to be a, a firefighter slash paramedic, and so really. He can kind of, you know, see what's going on. We don't, we don't know anything yet officially, um, but it, it, yeah, not a not a good situation there. So that was one of the stories we were following this morning. Um, yeah, I, I would say because the weather's been unusually mild this winter so far, um, I think we have seen probably fewer of the house fire type things that mm-hmm. do typically happen around here this time of year. Um, again, like th- there's no cause or anything here. I- I'm just saying that anecdotally that um, generally in the in the depths of winter when it gets crazy cold, that's when we start to see some more of these house fire situations. Yeah. Um, and more more weird cancellations and problems because of the weather. Uh, the John Bear Grease, which is a huge race up in northern Minnesota every year, they've already decided sure. to cancel for this year, which well, is huge. Too warm. Too yeah, warm. they're just like we're not even going to yeah. try it. Yep. So, and then we had a, a bit on yesterday about the um, pond hockey on Nokomis. Mm-hmm. They've got like two weeks to get ice, and it's completely open water on Nokomis right now. Oh. I mean, unless we get this like crazy blast of cold weather, it's going to be like game time decision. It sounds like for them. So. 
Well, they were talking about some pretty uh, cold weather coming in ne- next weekend, are they not? Yeah, but not like crazy cold. Oh, it's not. Okay. No, not not really. And the, the snow chances, for them to get the ice they need, they need cold, not snow. Um, we do get colder, and there's not a lot of snow in the forecast right now, although I think like next next early next week there's a storm system that looks like it's going to go south of us right now but it it that could change so don't say that well, don't say that baby oh you want some ice i i'm fine i'm fine with the cold i just don't want to shovel i can throw an yeah. extra layer i just you know i don't want to hear a storm system that may or may not hit us i i know a, i heard a lot of people you know talking about missing out on the winter things and i was, dude, i think we only shoveled like twice this winter so far and I was shoveling on what was it Saturday or, or Sunday morning and I'm like no I don't miss this at all not one bit it was okay, a freaking inch of snow it was nothing I know the four of you I want you to picture this in your mind okay you ready okay. all four of you ready sure. Tommy B with a snow shovel shoveling snow picture that in your head I'd like to see that I I can't even picture it so there you go my mind's saying <laughs> technical difficulty I don't know <laughs> I don't. I don't get that often. <laughs> Technical difficulty. That's all there is to it. But what that? Well, you know, it, it, what's interesting is you're already ten days into the sun staying up longer and longer every day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're ten days into it, so it's it's going to be pretty difficult unless you get some really bad weather in January. It's going to be difficult for it not to be nice through the rest of the winter. I would guess. I mean, you know, it it it, it always gets colder to some extent but this just this the pattern has been locked in so much this year that yeah um, just super unusual um and then what's the other uh oh we had a story about a feller and a, a his gal who live out in maple lake and the guy's got like this crazy the world's biggest kiss collection of kiss yes. memorabilia sure like i mean the everything band? the uh, band dude, or yeah. the ch- okay the feller and his wife. What are you laughing about, AJ? Just I, to deliver you. Not like a guy or a gentleman. A feller and his gal. A feller? Up the so hill the, there. He's got the, he's got the biggest kiss collection ever. It's some feller. The, the feller has a whole house full of kiss stuff. And uh, we did a story about it yesterday. Because unfortunately, they're selling it to to make some money. Um, I, I have no idea what he expects to get out of it. But it's, if... Go ahead, Britt. Oh, no, I was going to say, is he selling it piece by piece, or is he doing that thing where it has to all go to one right. place? Oh, I, yeah. I think it's piece by piece, but I don't know how in the world he would even start. Um, they put everything on Facebook Marketplace, which I was looking at this morning. If, if anybody's interested, just look up Kiss Maple Lake, Kiss Memorabilia Maple Lake, and make sure and widen your search radius on that so you're going beyond the twin cities uh it's it's an insane amount of stuff i would love to have the money to just buy a bunch of weird gene simmons things just because but tom i'm imagining you probably interviewed kiss several times right you know i was just thinking about that's the one thing the the one and maybe only thing i miss about being at the queue yeah back when it was the highest rated morning show in america you'd be sitting there and all of a sudden, John Mellencamp would walk in the door and go, hey, Tom, how you doing? I'm like, right? not bad. nice to see you again. Gene Simmons used to come in all the time. And my favorite Gene Simmons story, of course, is he goes to sit on John Lastman's desk 
which he thinks is a regular desk, but it's actually attached to the wall. And Gene Simmons is about 6'2", probably weighs about 240. Big dude. He ain't fat. Don't get me wrong. He's not fat. He's just a very big guy. He tore that desk right off the wall. <laughs> it was so, watching Gene Simmons pl- plummet to the ground the way he did. It was a no, but it, used to, it was all the time. Somebody would just, they didn't even say they were coming. They would just walk in the door. That's crazy. Like, hey, I just want to answer the door. There's somebody at the door. I think, like, okay, good. Whatever. But yeah, that used to happen all the time. And it was just a thrill. And that's, I think, one of the reasons the show stayed so big for so long because you, you couldn't really tell what was going to come up that day. What's going to happen now? Who's going to come by now? Yeah. I mean, the vice president of the United States walked in one day and I'm like, what the hell? Um, but it was that big a show. It was, it was, it was terrific. Like this if show is going to be in about another two, three days, four days, something like that. If I had to choose between interviewing the vice president and Gene Simmons, I'm going Gene Simmons every time. All day. Great guy. Great guy, by the way. Oh, wonderful. I told you I had lunch once at the Lincoln Dell with two guys, Gene Simmons and Sid Hartman. That's crazy. <laughs> That's the weirdest <laughs> damn combination of people. I remember you saying that before that, Wow. Gene Simmons was- like shook me to my core because I was like, I'm not going to fall for whatever this these hype is, you know, and I like walked in there. I was taking photos for whatever and writing down quotes with their interview. And he right. walked to me and he was like, excuse me, honey. And like did this like he like looked through my soul and I was like, <laughs> if he whatever he wants, I'll give him right now. And I don't even I'm not even like a fangirl. I was like, oh, Gene, no. <laughs> you say i'm gene simmons from kiss from like he's got such a it's i i guess i wonder what that stuff's going to be worth big picture because that was their yeah. whole deal Kiss yeah. was so fantastic at marketing and selling absolutely every single co- thing that they could i guess you i wonder how much of the stuff is is rare or unique versus something that, you know, a, a lot of people just had because there was so yeah. much stuff forever and still is probably. Yeah, no question about it. They were, in general, I will tell you, there are a couple of pricks that used to come in. What was that guy's name again? He, he was on a show. I just asked you this couple of weeks ago. It was a show called Millions or Millionaires. I'm like that. What the hell? What a little prick that guy was. You know who I'm talking about, Brittany. He's come in. He came in about three, four times the last few years we were there. Oh, uh, oh, I, are you talking about Entourage? Was it the Piven guy? Yeah. Jeremy Piven? Jeremy yeah. Piven. Ari Gold? Yeah. No, it's Jeremy, Jeremy Piven. Sorry, that was yeah. the character he played in Entourage. Yeah. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I never watched that show. So, my God, what an attitude that man had. Whew. But got him in uh, deep. Well, he's he disappeared now. What, he was accused of, like, sexual harassment or something, wasn't he? Because he uh, just disappeared. Yeah, I forget what his thing was, but he kind of, yeah. Uh, we do have uh, somebody reaching out that really wants to know a follow-up on your story, Chris. I saw it yesterday uh, where Megan started talking about lovemaking. Do you want to get us up to date about the car- the guy who said he wanted to find a significant other and you had a, somebody call in? Yeah, we, so we had a guy on who we picked up New Year's resolutions or something or other from a couple of random people in a bar the day before. And so we re-ran that yesterday morning. And this guy says it's something in his soundbite to the effect of, I'm looking to meet a wife in 2024. And so we ran that. And then somebody called the newsroom 
and said, hey, can you find this guy for me? Like, I'm interested in him, blah, 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 which is hilarious. And so we, we, we ran a bit on that during our Minnesota Live show from 9 to 10. And I was talking about it. And I said, hey, that would be the first time we've ever, you know, been matchmakers on this show. And, and Megan, my partner, said something or other like, yeah, I guess that would be the first time we've had lovemaking on our show. And I, I was like, what? <laughs> and then she said it again. Yeah, you know, lovemaking. And I'm like, what? Right. I don't took the high road. I didn't. And I, yeah. You didn't so, even uh, flinch. You looked like your face was fully Botox the way you didn't even react. And you're like, next segment. I was so funny. Tom. I, I, I couldn't let her twist in the wind for that long. We, uh, Tom, we don't do a lot of lovemaking news on Minnesota Live. I just thought I was working on my talk for a second there. It was headed that way. It was definitely yeah. headed that way. That was the biggest 180 turn I've ever seen. We're talking about one thing. She goes, wait a second. I'd like to completely change the subject. Oh, sorry. We oh, had, um, no, we you're had, a disaster. We had Charlie email our message in about it saying that we wanted us to follow up about it. So what is it? Who, what happened? Oh, Megan, my partner, um, referred to us as, as talking about lovemaking. I think she meant to say matchmaking, oh, but she match referred to okay. it as lovemaking, and then she doubled down on it twice. And as I generally do, I sit there and don't say anything and just let her twist in the wind on that, sure. um, which was fantastic. So I think that's what the that's what your listener is asking about. Thank you, Charlie. Charlie, you said wrote mm -hmm. in. Yeah. Thank you, Charlie. No question about it. So Chris, I know you got to go. Oh, you definitely got to go. I looked down; it's forty-eight already. All right. Well, thanks for hanging with us extra. Yeah, you guys, it's been a fun experience. And uh, again, if you want to find that kiss stuff, just just look up uh, kiss Maple Lake memorabilia. What do you mean by it's been a fun experience? What the hell is the matter with you? <laughs> God. Oh, OK. That was All my right. that was my politician. Uh, it's been a great opportunity to spend some time with you guys this morning. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow, Pally. See you next time. Looking forward to it. I take it easy. <laughs> Channel Five, Chris Haggard is brought to you by Mister Money Talk. Josh Arnold, call Josh today for your free forty-eight minute evaluation nine five two nine two five five six zero eight. Chris Haggard, we'll take a break in a second, but now you guys can. You can see everybody else on your screen, right? Mm -hmm. The four of us are all appearing on your screen. Yeah. Yep. Is there any way we could wind back to when she first brought that up? The look on four guys' faces was like, what? That was hilarious. The, the way you guys reacted to that was hilarious. I, I was very confused as to where this was like the lovemaking on yeah. the news. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's a clip that's going? going around everywhere right yeah. now. You're just kind of missing out on it. But I sent it to uh, Tevin and AJ. I'll send it to you, Tom. Oh, I'm okay. I'm good okay. to go. So what? What is it? I mean, I think she just had like a essentially a Freudian, Freudian, a Freudian. It was Freudian very funny. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. But yeah. Now, what was funny though? So the clip that I was asking if oh, you want clip. me to send you, yeah. Why is and, it funny? Oh, because she they were talking about making a love connection, and she used a really. She just said, "Yeah, this is the first time we've had love making on the show." And oh, then, I see what you're saying. Then she doubles down. She's like, "Yes, love making," and he's just standing there blankly, right. and it is so funny. I mean, like, and then she, she's like, "He's like, 
okay, Megan. And it was just like <laughs> the clip. Every I sent it to Tevin and AJ, and I, I can send it to you, Tom, but it's very funny. Oh, I'm good to go. I, I, I'll slog through my day somehow. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know what? You got to find joy elsewhere then. You're on your own, kid. That's it. I got to find my joy. That's Cheers what I have to that. To all right, we do have to take a break. Be right back a couple seconds. Dave Bialki will join us right after this. You know the song, Kokomo. It's supposed to be about the Florida Keys, right? Off the Florida Keys. Uh, I hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now, that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful this is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, maybe, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent. When it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys, he lives there and here. And Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from coast to coast mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Either one doesn't matter. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's international realty group here in Minnesota. And Kristen, his mortgage colleague lives and works in the keys. So they both know the Florida keys, new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That is onekeywest.com. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH-elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at 129 bucks, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by 75 bucks too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 9520-RES, backward or forwarded, spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet Care. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with my Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. 
Same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor. Call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You got nothing to lose and you'll get a, a different point of view. It's always good to get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security and investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I'm Tom Bernard, and I'm a paid endorser.